Welcome to this episode of Courier Conversations. Now here's your hosts, Rudy Gray and Todd Deaton. Hello again, I'm Rudy Gray, your host for this last uh, edition of the podcast that I'll be here. We have as our very special guest today, Jeff Robinson, who is the new president and editor of the Baptist Courier. Jeff, welcome. Thank you, Dr. Gray. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be here. Uh, we are excited uh, to be continue building on what uh, you and all the editors before you have so uh, wonderfully done in the past uh, decades. And so I, uh, I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to talk uh, to our audience today and to, uh, to, to talk with you. Well, I, uh, thank you for the compliment. Not deserved, but thank you. Uh, I think a good place to start will be just tell us a little bit first about the most important thing in your life other than God, which is your family. Can you tell us about your family? Boy, I could talk all day about my family, as you already uh, experienced probably earlier today in our, our meeting. Uh, well, I, uh, I've been married to Lisa, my wife, for 20, almost going on 28 years. Uh, she is the love of my life. Uh, we dated for nine months and got married, uh, as I always tell her, when you know, you know. And uh, you met Lisa today, and so you, you can see why I knew. She's a, a wonderful lady. Uh, she's looking forward to getting down here. And uh, she's a realtor, and will be. Uh, she's working on her uh, her state license in South Carolina already. So she's a very conscientious realtor. So we look forward to her continuing her work down here for we move from Louisville. Uh, we have four children. Uh, I have Jeffrey Jr. is my uh, oldest. He is 20. Uh, I always like to laugh and say I gave him my favorite name besides Jesus. You know, you can't really give your kids that name. That's a little cheeky unless you, you know, live somewhere else. But, uh, <laughs> um, uh, but Jeffrey is a, um, he is a college student at IUS, Indiana University Southeast. Uh, his plan is to transfer to my alma mater over in Athens, Georgia, the University of Georgia next year, and follow in his dad's footsteps to be a sports writer, which I was uh, eons ago when I began in journalism uh, over in, in Georgia, in North Carolina. Uh, my daughter, Hannah, is a senior at Eastern High School in Louisville. Uh, she will soon graduate and take up residence at East Tennessee State University up in Johnson City. So mom is happy that we're leaving Louisville, but we got one uh, one child that's uh, quasi-adult, I guess you want to say that, adulting is, this, I think, the term now, uh, over in Athens uh, to the west, and then one that's about an hour and a half to the east, I guess an hour and 45 minutes to Johnson City. So we're, we're both happy about that. Uh, we also have two other children who will be moving here with us, Lydia Grace. She is a sophomore at Eastern High School. So she's looking forward to moving down here, and that is a work only God can do to turn a teenage girl's heart uh, in the middle of her high school career to a new place. So we know this must be a work of the Lord, Rudy. Uh, and so, uh, so she's uh, excited about that. And our youngest is Jake. Uh, he just turned 15, and uh, Jake looks forward to introducing himself to all the game and wildlife, the game and fish uh, in this state. He loves the outdoors, and uh, he is uh, excited about fishing and hunting and the outdoors. Uh, there's plenty of it here in South Carolina, I've assured him. Uh, so uh, he's excited about moving here. So that, that is my precious family. And yes, after Jesus, they are the, uh, the single most important thing about me. I thought you had your priorities right. I, I thought you did from our earlier conversations. Well, tell us something about you, you know, your education, your experience. Uh, I want to say right off the bat to all our listeners that he's not a Clemson fan and he's not a South Carolina fan, and I hope you'll work on him while he's here to convert him to be one or the other, 
but he is an avid dog fan. Tell us about your education. I know you started out in sports writing, and then you ended up uh, on the faculty at uh, South uh, at Southern, and then you're also pastor a church, I think, in that area. That's right. There's one old, one old uh, rock and roll poet put it. It was kind of a long strain. It's been a long strain trip, but a glorious trip. Uh, yeah, I uh, I did attend the University of Georgia, and so yes. I'm a very happy Bulldogs fan now. Our family is. You'll probably see us rocking the red and black most everywhere we go, one of us at least. Uh, so I graduated from the University of Georgia. And it's not that far from Athens from where you are. I mean, yeah, I mean why did you think we were so happy about coming down here? <laughs> <laughs> well, duh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. We were, I mean, my boys have already said we can get our season tickets back, Dad. Absolutely right. Uh, so we, we do hope to join in the chorus over there on Saturday afternoons in Athens in the fall. Uh, but we are very happy about what's going on there. And we know it won't last forever. So, uh, you know, we uh, we do appreciate our Clemson and uh, South Carolina brethren and have no itch to clog with them for sure. Uh, but, yeah, I went to uh, uh, the uh, to journalism school, the Henry W. Grady College of Journalism and Mass Communication at the University of Georgia, a very fine uh, journalism school. I was privileged to graduate from there back in 1991. Uh, I worked for Gannett Newspapers for about the next eight – well, no, I worked while I was in college up in Gainesville, Georgia. Uh, I started out in sports, and uh, we're talking about this today. I started – I remember my first day at the newspaper. You know, I was hired on the sports staff, and they had an award-winning sports staff. They, they covered the Braves, and they covered the Dogs and the Yellow Jackets, and uh, they weren't going to let me cover them, of course. Uh, but, uh, you know, I had this whole grandiose idea that I'd probably be out there interviewing, you know, Dale Murphy or, or you know, Mickey Mantle or uh, Vince Dewey or something the first day and they my first job was actually piping in bowling scores and uh, obituaries so you start at the bottom <laughs> and that's where it all began for me and before too long I was on the sports staff there and, and uh, was able to uh, do some uh, some more uh, interesting things there with the Atlanta Braves and the Georgia Bulldogs and a lot of high school sports all around our whole staff had to do football Friday nights huge over in Georgia of course like it is here in South Carolina uh, but I did that for, I guess, five years, and I worked in news there for three years. I did politics and crime. Uh, so real varied experience. The Lord, and Lord, you know, he was getting me ready for something else. I did not know that at the time. I would not have uh, fathomed that at the time. Uh, and so I worked there uh, until the mid-'90s. And I moved up to North Carolina to work for a, a group called uh, newspapers called Community Newspapers, based in Athens. And they are a group of weekly papers, weekly and biweekly papers, or twice a week papers. And so I became an, a managing editor for a paper in Andrews, North Carolina, where I, for all the world, thought I was about to, I had moved off the face of the earth and was busy sending out resumes when I met my my dear wife and realized this is why the Lord sent me here. <laughs> And he gave me some good experience. Uh, so I, I worked for that company in a couple of different places as an editor, managing editor for several years. Uh, until 1997-98, I sent a very strong call to ministry, resisted it for a long time, just fell absolutely in love with studying the scriptures, the Word of God, teaching the Word of God. My parents uh, I grew up in church. They were both devoted Southern Baptist churchmen. Um, and so I was in church. Uh, I think my mother told me, and I don't know if this is apocryphal or not, but I was born on Sunday, on the Lord's Day, and I was in church on Wednesday night, and I probably was, truth be known, knowing them the way I do. And so um, I uh, but, but loved the Bible, loved, loved the, always been a churchman, and uh, surrendered to call to ministry, to preach and teach God's Word, write about God's Word, whatever He I told the Lord, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Whatever you want me to go, whatever you want me to be, that's what I'll be. And so that started a whole different life. My last kind of two chapters, a completely different chapter 
Uh, we moved to Louisville in 2000 and uh, attended Southern Seminary, and the Lord opened lots of doors there for me. I worked on staff uh, at Southern for 11 years um, and also got, uh, had the privilege of teaching at Boyce College while I worked on my doctorate's degree. And, um, yeah, just wonderful opportunities there uh, at Southern. Pastored then in Birmingham, Alabama, and then been back at Southern and worked with the Gospel Coalition the last few years. So all these things, it's hard to separate them because they're such privileges. I mean, the God, the Lord has given me a great life. I tell I tell my kids, and they hate to hear this, you know, because I'm getting middle-aged now and, and stuff, that I'll say, you know, if something happens to me, the Lord's given me a great life. I mean, just think about it. I'm used to cover baseball and all these things, and now the last few years preaching and teaching the Word of God and writing about these things. And so uh, the Lord's been really good to me. So that I kind of feel like it's all been one big highlight uh, these past few years. Great. Sounds like you're a busy man, too. Have been. Have been. Have four children, of course. That's been, you know, and they all play sports and do lots of things. So uh, I used to laugh that I had four teenagers. Um, I guess it was two years ago. I had four teenagers and was a pastor. And, um, you know, uh, so the Lord is either trying to heighten my sanctification, really crush some sin out of me, or he's mad at me for some reason. So <laughs> I don't think he loves me. Uh, I, I know that he sent his son to die for me. So uh, it's got to be the, the former. Yeah. And uh, But, yeah, I pastored in uh, Birmingham for four years, uh, church down there, and then for about eight and a half years in Louisville until just recently. And uh, just had the privilege of preaching the Word of God almost every Sunday, probably 46 Sundays a year, uh, all those years, and absolutely love to preach the Word and uh, hope to continue getting opportunities to do that here in South Carolina. And so just love love the Word of God and, uh, and th- thrilled to serve the Baptist Courier in that way. Well, I think once uh, our audience hears that you love to preach and you're a good preacher and you have experience in it, I feel like you'll get a lot of invitations. Well, uh, let's just say that was a hint, <laughs> for, for, sure. Yeah. for not, sure. Not so subtle. <laughs> not, yeah. That was not well, subtle I, at all. I think that you'll be received with open arms. You, your uh, PhD, is, is that your doctorate? What, what was your studies in? It's in historical theology with a, a special, special area of Baptist history. Mm-hmm. I wrote my dissertation on a man named Henry Holcomb Tucker, mm-hmm. who is more or less lost to history uh, or lost to posterity. Uh, but in the 19th century, the mid to late 19th century, Civil War and the, the, po- the pre-bellum, post-bellum period, he was a giant among Southern Baptists. He was a theologian. Uh, he was president of Mercer University, president of my beloved university, uh, uh, alma mater, the University of Georgia. Um, he owned and was editor of the Christian Index. And so this was my interest in him. Uh, my PhD supervisor, Tom Nettles, who's been my father in the faith for many, many years, recommended him to me. He said, this is, this is who you are. You're a pastor, or a preacher, a teacher, and a journalist. And so H.H. Tucker was that. And it was a fascinating study. Hope to publish it as a, a book here in a few years uh, at some point. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was in Baptist history. And we, we have a, a tremendous uh, history and legacy that most people don't know about. And so that's one of the passions I do bring here is uh, is telling people why I'm a Baptist and why I'm a theologically convinced Baptist, a convictional Baptist, and why I'm not going anywhere else. <laughs> because we do have that tradition that people are unaware of, confessional tradition and uh, tradition in terms of all the great churches and movements. Uh, we've disagreed on lots of things over the years, of course, so we would be Baptists otherwise, right? But, but there's so much in Baptist history that makes it rich. Yes, and you're going to be moving into a building here on 100 Manley Street. The, all the streets in this uh, section in the Pettigrew Historical District are named after the founding fathers of Southern Seminary. So uh, we're right in the, in, in, in the valley, in the hand of history, uh, right here in this location. So I, I hope you will uh, enjoy uh, that, that little bit of history as well. Well, uh, 
tell me what you're uh, looking at. You come into the career as the editor and president. Uh, I know there there'll be changes, uh, maybe not at first, but certainly going through. What what should, do you have a goal? Do you have a vision? Do you have a dream or some kind of idea about uh, what you you'd like to do when you hit the ground here? Yeah, well, that's a great question. Well, you know, it's kind of like being a pastor. I'm going to get, have to get, need to get to know the people, get to know the state. I mean, I'm from Georgia. That's just right over there. It's very similar, but it's not South Carolina. I've been, been in Kentucky a lot of years, so I'll spend a lot of time uh, with pastors and church people, getting to know them, getting to know the state. I'm thankful I have staff members who already know the state who can inform me. And, and the Lord has blessed me with a lot of friends. Many of my friends from Southern are in the upstate here, pastoring and working. Uh, friends at North Greenville, I have friends at uh, uh, Anderson University, uh, also at Charleston Southern, a dear friend uh, who teaches down there. And so, you know, they, they can help acquaint me with pastors and, and other key leaders and figures here and uh, turn us on to some good stories, maybe. Maybe. So I'm going to spend the first few months getting to know people. You know, that's kind of what you do. You go into a church where you make changes. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, and, and it's like I, I told the search committee, I'm not coming into an empty cupboard here. Uh, I mean, Dr. Gray, you did a fantastic job uh, in, in your 10 years. Your tenure here uh, was, uh, I think, highly successful. You've done a good job with the journalism. It's strong. Uh, it's, it's conservative and biblical. And it's what people expect. And so we're going to continue building on that strong foundation, I hope. So it's not like, you know, I have to reinvent the wheel here or anything like that, and I'm very thankful for that. Uh, but really, uh, I, I think, um, you know, today I, I gave four points in my uh, address to the board today uh, before they, the vote, uh, and uh, there are four, four main kind of watchwords that I bring to this, and this is sort of my 32,000-foot vision, and that's to inform, which we're doing now and continue to tell uh, the story of the uh, Baptists in South Carolina with truth and tr- truthfulness, integrity, that people trust. Uh, and with hard-hitting, impactful journalism, uh, spotlighting the grace of God everywhere that the grace of God's at work, we want to we want to be a part of telling the story about that, where we see God's grace at work. Uh, also, to instruct, so two eyes. I couldn't come up with four eyes. I tried to be a good Southern Baptist, but uh, I did get some rhyme with the last two. But so in, so inform and instruct. And that might be a little bit of a new thing. Uh, the Gospel Coalition, one of my, uh, my, my assignment there was I was a senior editor, and that did not mean I edited seniors. I used to joke that I was the oldest person by far there. That's why they gave me that title, and I, I really think I was, but uh, they, 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 they assured me that wasn't the case. But I oversaw the, the Bible, theology, and ministry channels, which meant that I wasn't responsible for the content that went in those, uh, in those spaces under those categories. And so I want us to be <clears throat> encouraging pastors and lay people people alike uh, with instruction to instruct their hearts and to, uh, you know, uh, with uh, articles and podcasts, this this podcast and books and the, th- through the publishing company and many other means, whatever means are appropriate in, in, in sort of a teaching kind of wing, uh, a, a, a little more instruction. I think that's one, one wrinkle that maybe might be a little bit new. I know you're probably sure you've done some of that. I don't, I, I haven't been able to look carefully through a lot of the back editions, which I look forward to doing. But uh, so to inform, to instruct, to edify, we want this to be uh, a paper that they will go to and be built up in the faith. They will know what they believe and why they believe it. They'll, you know, where they derive joy and even God can use it as a means of, of growth for them. And I think the first two things will help with the edifying. And the last word is glorifying. We do everything in the glory of God. I mean, one of my... Uh, I'm not big on life verses, but I had one. I have two or three, but one of them would be 1 Corinthians 10.31. Uh, which says, where Paul says, so then whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything in the glory of God. And we do a lot of eating and drinking. We just did a lot of that. As a matter of fact, we walked over here to this podcast, but it, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, and that's everything else. 
all to the glory of God. I love uh, during uh, the Reformation and post-Reformation, uh, Johann Sebastian Bach and other other composers would write SDG in the, at the end of their score, a new score of music. And that wasn't their initials. Those weren't their initials. It meant sola deo gloria, which it means glory is Latin for glory to God alone. Because mm-hmm. they saw every aspect of their lives as being lived before an audience of one to the glory of God. And so as a staff, and I, and I know you're absolutely on board of this, I, we want to continue doing that, to do everything, all of our work, uh, to do it skillfully with, to, with excellence, but to the glory of God. Well, uh, and it's interesting that uh, when I came, like when you're coming now, the two verses that I set apart that would be our bedrock verses was Ephesians 2.10 and uh, 1 Corinthians 10.31. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, man, you, I mean, you know, it's, the flow's going. But yep. I believe that you're going to take the career uh, to places that it has never been before. And I mean that in a positive sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you bring to this job, to this uh, opportunity, uh, gifts and abilities that can be multiplied over and over again to bless the people in South Carolina. So uh, I just want to thank you for taking time to come and sit and do this po- podcast. And, Brother, I wish for you, your wife, your family, the very best. And what I'd like to do is just briefly say a prayer for you if I could. Please do. And I thank you for those encouraging words. That is very humbling. And uh, you know, I pray that it'll, it'll be all to the glory of God. And, and by God's grace, we'll uh, continue the good work that's been begun here for his glory. Thank Let's you. pray. Father in heaven, we are grateful that you're God and we're not, and we thank you that you know what we don't and uh, you can do even beyond our imagination. And I just pray that you'd bless Jeff and his family. I pray you'd give them a good transition, you'd protect them, and I pray you'd give him the vision, the leadership, uh, the strength that he needs to lead this uh, communication ministry to the next level. I thank you, Lord, for the call that you've placed on his heart and pray you'd bless him in what you've called him to do for the glory and the honor of Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. We're glad you joined us for Courier Conversations, where we are informing and inspiring South Carolina Baptists and beyond. For more information about these topics and more, subscribe to our e-edition or go to our website at baptistcourier.com. The Courier is located in Greenville, South Carolina as a multimedia ministry partner of the South Carolina Baptist Convention. To comment about today's podcast, email us at conversations at baptistcourier.com. This podcast produced by Bob Sloan Audio Productions.